Welcome to the Black Roses Podcast. You may have known us once upon a time as the Black Bachelor Babes, so let us reintroduce ourselves. We're five Black women who enjoy reality TV and recap the Black experience each week on shows that we love. The Bachelor is only one of those shows that we enjoy, so we wanted to make sure that our new name reflected the diversity of our viewing interests. Our mission is to celebrate the Black and Brown alumni in reality TV and ensure they receive their flowers in recognition of their bravery and representation. Although we have a podcast now, you can find us weekly on Clubhouse and Live Rooms, and we can also be found on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore BLK underscore Roses. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Black Roses podcast. I'm Renice, along with Jasmine and Claudia, and we have a special guest today who we'll introduce in a moment. But before we do that, ladies, happy Halloween week. What were you guys up to? Oh, so, I, oh you can go ahead, Jasmine. You, oh, have, you have small children. So. Yeah, I have two little ones. So my six-year-old was Hermione, and my almost two-year-old was Mo, and we went all around the neighborhood. They got too much candy. I was up 3 a.m. last night eating their Snickers and stuff. <laughs> so it was great. It was fun. They loved it. I didn't dress up myself, but Claudia, go ahead. I always dress up, but this year at my Bollywood show, and I think when they scheduled it, they didn't realize that it was Diwali and it was Halloween. So it was a really challenging weekend for the whole company to like, Gosh. it was a lot, but I usually like to dress up. I take pride in it. So I didn't get to dress up other than my costume for dance and um, but yeah, but I had my show. It was great. It was my 10th season with the company, which was insane. So wow. Yeah. And it's I'm been with them for so long. From the beginning. We've yeah, had two awesome. seasons and yeah, and my uh my friend uh Swati who started it. So shout out to Swati Tivari. She's um amazing, amazing choreographer, artistic director. So yeah, so I, I dance is my part of my therapy. So I uh got to dance again, which is great. And um that was pretty much it. And I went for a long run. That was <laughs> I want to see you dance one day. I want yeah. to. Oh, we can, we can share the YouTube videos one day. Oh yes. Then please do that. Uh, I had a little impromptu party at my house. Um, <laughs> we were supposed to go out and then we all got here to pregame. We were like, what? let's just stay here. And so I got to, I moved into a house. It's like, I got to actually have trick-or-treaters and that was really awesome. I dressed up as Wednesday Adams and we did, of course, our Cuffit challenge where <laughs> that was a lot of fun. So um, yeah, it was a good Halloween. It was a good holiday. I love Halloween. It's one of my favorite holidays. So I loved uh, your challenge. I saw it on Instagram. I was like, they're so cute. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, when we were all, to, when most of us were together, I wanted us to do that when we were. We were there. supposed to, and you know, life happens. We were so yeah, tired. Next time. But when we have Jasmine, then we'll do something. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, quick update in Bachelor news. We didn't talk about this last week, how um, uh, Becca and Thomas got re-engaged. Kaylin and Dean got engaged. Uh, Crystal Nielsen from RE season, she got engaged. I, um, to her baby daddy oh I thought they were already oh maybe the baby I mean, they had the baby it was confusing everybody thought they were married I don't know maybe she had like a baby shower where she wore all white or something yeah there was a lot of confusion about that but they we just definitely know she was engaged before well, she we was married know. she was wholly married before. married yeah yeah they got married so so then the divorce and the pregnancy 
all happened very quickly. It was really, really weird. Um, but also this weekend, Astrid and Kevin got married and then Maddie got married. Oh, and Joe and Serena got married too. Proud about that. So yes a lot happened in this is a lot yeah that's so much and i'm not um, saying that Lori k she represents about 79 percent of those people so i'm just saying good business for her i guess <laughs> she, she knows what's up because yeah. the main headlines were taken from all of those people so um yeah. yeah and they were filled with bachelor people so that was pretty cool well, that was our update for Bachelor Nation. Now I want to introduce our guest. We have a very special guest today from Michelle's season of The Bachelorette, Pardeep. Welcome to the stage. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Happy We're to be here. Very yeah. good. I'm so glad. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you um, are here to join us. I know. I'm thrilled. I was rooting for you so hard on that season. <laughs> <laughs> So for those who well, don't know, Pardeep, why don't you tell us what title you hold in Bachelor Nation that no one else holds, no one else in the world uh, can ever claim this. You are the first. <laughs> <laughs> I am the first Indian American to ever get a rose on The Bachelorette. Insert yes. applause here. Yeah. Yes. Breaking barriers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're all about diversity, celebrating black and brown people. So when that happened, I think we all like shed a tear. It was just like, oh my God. <laughs> Literally. It matters. Like, oh. It matters. Yeah. It does matter. It Representation matters. matters. So really quickly, we want to know your journey to getting on Bachelorette. Like, how did you end up on the show? Uh yeah. So let's let's think back a little bit. You know, it feels like so much longer ago, but it really isn't. Uh so it's like, you know, when uh when a lot of stuff happens in a really short amount of time, it feels a lot longer than it actually is. Uh, so for me, it's, this was probably uh, about a year ago. Uh, I was living in San Diego, California at the time. And uh, I was, I had just turned 30. My birthday was, uh, was in June. And I'm like, you know what? Like my mom is calling me more often to ask me like, am I seeing anybody? Like when, what am I putting a ring on someone? You know, she's ready to be a grandma sometime. And so I'm like, all right, well, you know, let me get out there a little more because, because <clears throat> I was like, I've been in school, been working most of my life, uh, just trying to like, you know, set up my, set up my, my nest. Uh, so I was swiping so on dating apps one of these days and I matched with this girl and she, she seemed pretty cool. Uh, you know, she was fun, sarcastic, uh, up to date with modern satire. And uh, I was digging it. Uh, she was even into a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a bit, uh, I'm kind of nerdy in my ways. I, I enjoy video games. I go to Comic-Con. I, I like to, you know, have hobbies. Uh, <laughs> so she was, uh, she was into LARPing, which was cool. And if you don't know what that is, I recommend you look it up. Uh, but it's basically uh, when you dress up like a fantasy character and you go into the woods and pretend like you live in the Middle Ages. That's like a super nerd thing. But the fact that she was into that was like a clue that maybe we'll get along. Um, but she was into gaming, so she was fun. Uh, and I had looked at her profile and it turned out that she was living in Miami. Uh, and I wasn't planning on visiting Miami anytime soon. So yeah, I had to sort of politely exit that interaction and say, Hey, uh, add me on Instagram. It's nice to meet you. But just before I leave, she lets me know she was casting for the show. And, uh, you know, from there, it's from there, it's history. She, she, uh, introduced me to the process and, and that's it. So it was pretty, pretty serendipitous. Yeah. 
you so do you think that there what that her entire mo was to get you on the show because you're like our third person i think that said that they met <laughs> on, a dating, on a dating app to get there <laughs> was um it you know was it it's hard to, uh no comment <laughs> <laughs> that's all Can't i gotta say, say. <laughs> but uh but i will say you know to this day i don't know to this day it, to this day like i could i just couldn't tell if she was actually flirting with me or not so like it it, it kind of bothers me because it's like yo like i think i i think i'm good at judging people's character but uh to this day it's like i'm i'm still not sure like did i just get played or did i or did i not <laughs> well either way you describing yourself as a nerd we love we are we big love. old nerds too big so. words over here big yeah. nerd. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we are in the same kid we're, we're kin we're kin yes now I don't know about going into the woods. LARPing is a whole other thing. Yeah. But I uh, love Comic-Con. I love any type of convention. I'm there. Um, and I love dressing up. I love Renaissance fairs, things like that. Like I'll do that, but like camping or anything along the woods, that's where you lost me. I, I'll admit I've never done that, but the fact that you knew what it was, was like, okay, well, this is somebody who's like unafraid of like, you know, expressing her, her, her nerdiness. And I'm like down for that. Yeah. So I, I enjoy bold, bold character, bold character like that. Cool. Would you say that Michelle was a bold character? Oh yeah. Yeah. She definitely was. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not sure if that's an open-ended question, but she definitely, she definitely is a bold person. You can appreciate somebody for that. Yeah. Did, that, did that come across right away that first night when you met her or did you see yeah when you watch the season um you know michelle that first night was uh it, it's just it's again it's just like everything was moving in slow motion um you know the run-up to night one um a lot of my sort of insecurities really started to come to the surface for me uh you know knowing yes it, you know it's one of the most diverse casts in history fine but um you know knowing that like anything i say or do uh you know maybe overanalyze or or pick the part and my life was not going to be public and you know i i the question i would ask myself is like what do you what are you supposed to say to the person that you might be spending the rest of your life with and it's like how do you even start an interaction like that um <clears throat> so meeting michelle for the first time it, it was almost like uh, you know time really did slow down. Like when you, like when you flex from a hot stove, uh, from 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 touching the heat, it, it, that in, that instant though it's maybe a split second feels a lot longer. It was like that where uh, you know I felt my insecurities kind of way to the side, and the 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 pitter patter producers producers started to fade away, and the. Uh, I just forgot the fact that I was I was under a literal spotlight, um, and just felt this implicit trust that I'm talking to the right person, and uh, you know none of the insecurities really really matter, and you know you just have to dive in head first. So I think that the fact that Michelle can make you feel comfortable like that is just a part of her bold character, I think, and I'm sure she's aware of that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was, I was curious. I and mean, then you were on a cast with like big personalities. So I would imagine the insecurities had something to do. I mean, you had some, uh, well, first of all, you had six, eight, and eight. Uh, 
Okay. Now you're tall in real life. You are tall. I know that, but like that, he is. That's like a whole other. That's like a tree level. So, I, <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny. Like how uh, on my day to day, I'm like usually the, the tallest guy in the room. So going in, knowing that knowing I can't play ball or anything, I'm like, okay, well at least I have my height. But you enter this room and everyone, everyone is the same height, and then you have Nate sticking out. So it's uh, so it's really like it doesn't become an asset if everyone is a giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seemed like it. And um, yeah, and then you had Rodney. I mean, you you guys had a huge cast of uh, literally pun intended, huge, <laughs> huge, huge. Do you uh, still do you still uh, chat with anybody from that? Oh TV? yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm out in Los Angeles right now. Uh, so I'm connecting with whoever's out here. Um, you know, Rod and Nate, of course. Uh, and then uh, uh, some other dudes from like other seasons. So yeah, yeah, I connect with them. Yeah, I try to maintain a certain level of, you know, comfort and familiarity uh, as everyone is, you know, going down, doing things in their own independent lives. But, but yeah, you know, they're still my homies at the end of the day. Notice that you were hanging with the other Indo-Caribbean from the franchise which is Aaron saw you hanging out Not with the him. other the other like the only other because I think y'all is y'all too <laughs> um but I saw you I mean I think I was I mean, and you and I talked about this when I met you and I you talked about being um is it Guyanese Guyanese yeah yep that's yeah, right very cool very cool um and uh a few of us are Caribbean uh in this um amongst the black roses but I feel like um, but yeah, but, and then Aaron, I remember being so surprised that he was Indo Trini. I think he's Trini. Trini mm -hmm. yeah. is, is he Trini and Guyanese or is it? He's Indo Trini, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's just Trini and then half white. I think that's his background, but, um, but yeah, I saw you hanging out with him. So it seems like you're hanging out with some other folks as well, um, from other seasons, which is cool. Uh, well, actually, I met Aaron pretty serendipitously as well. Uh, I was I was in San Diego uh, at a conference, um, and I had connected with uh, another dude from my season, Malik, uh, great guy. Uh, and I don't know, I was I was in some kind of like rooftop sort of after hour spot, had to down some stairs to find a bathroom, and this guy was coming up, and we we're like, oh, oh shit, <laughs> I know you, I recognize you, and you recognize me. So what up? Uh, and we just spent a couple of minutes chatting. Um, nice, nice guy. Very, very, uh, very, uh, you know, very charismatic, very tall, um, very uh, just open and honest about, about his feelings. And yeah, he's, he's a giant. <laughs> it's crazy because like uh, all these guys were all the same height, but they're all like jacked and I'm just like pretty average. So it's... <laughs> You're not, we, love a, we love an average man, okay? This <laughs> is... None of us are in the gym every day. Well, Claudia runs, but like the rest of us, I don't, I don't want a man who spends more time in the gym than with me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you have no idea how many of my friends were like, oh my God, you're going to talk to Party Peace so sexy. So and we you, actually, we have a message from one of them coming up. So yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all about it. Listen, like I, I love responding to people. I love responding to DMs and saying what up. Like I'm very, I'm very accessible through social media. Like I'm super social about it. So uh, y'all hit me up anytime. Like I'm down In to other words, to ladies, his DMs are open. DM, DM. <laughs> I mean, I said I was being friendly, you know, but okay. <laughs> I I, I said he's like, he's like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm about to get bombarded right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of your DMs uh, being open, though, 
are you seeing anybody <laughs> what what's the word on that he, I mean you know like I've always, I, I, yeah I'm just focused on work to be honest like I I'm in a point in my life where I'm like kind of I'm dating to marry so like to me I want to put a lot of effort into whoever I'm spending time with uh and so like they gotta know like implicitly they have to know that I'm only talking to them and them only okay. like I'm not the type of dude that's like kind of dating and then like waiting for something better to show up or waiting for somebody after, somebody after that um like for me there is no question uh that comes along in the relationship where I ask are we exclusive or not like after three or four dates it's like yo like this is it like I'm spending time with you uh and for me to sort of be betray your time by also talking to other people in parallel I think is a little disingenuous so for me like I I'm at a point where I'm like you know dating to marry thinking about settling down next I don't know 18 to 24 months ideally um and so any time I spend with somebody is for that and they're gonna know straight away like what my intentions are so like I like to keep it pretty transparent, keep communication really open because because that's the point. Like I don't want to keep people guessing. Uh, I like to let you know straight up like what I'm about. Now, do you have like a type or a preference? Is that cultural? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like this. Like you know, I grew up. I grew up in Brooklyn, and so like I always grew up in like a super diverse environment uh where people were from different backgrounds different religions like different socioeconomic status different citizenship status uh and for me it's like it's less about like you know where you're from what language you speak what religion you are like I'm attracted to a really great character I'm attracted to somebody who's about their values about their family who's about sticking together no matter what because like that's the point of all this like the point is you get with somebody and you stay with them like it's easy it's easy to just get with somebody. Like it's easy to say, hey, like I'm with this person, I'm talking with them, that's fine. But when the road gets rocky and you know life starts to throw stuff at you, are you gonna stick together or are you gonna fall apart? I think the point is to stick together no matter what. So uh, so for me, like that's what I'm chasing. Somebody who's like very about very about their values, and, like very about their family and their career as well. So um so like, so I'm like that. I'm pretty old fashioned, I guess. That's so genuine and beautiful. I love that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, ideally like that, that'd be great for me because, um, you know, I, I grew up in this, in a sort of tough environment. My family wasn't always together. So I'm trying to like break that cycle. You know, I want to do it right. Uh, and so I'm putting like my, my best shot in my in my best chance and hoping that it works the first the first time so I just want to do it right you know love it are you thinking of settling because I know you went and bounced from the from us New Yorkers <laughs> I mean now so I shouldn't talk but are you thinking of staying out west coast permanently or are you thinking and like where like since you want to do this in the next year and a half two years yeah is that what nah, that's, that's a great question I mean to be honest like uh, listen LA is great and everything but it ain't necessarily for me like it's just too it's too spread out man like it's too it's I don't know I I just ain't feeling Nelly that much like no offense but like 
I'm I'm a New Yorker through and through, so I'll be back. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm I'm coming back. That that's home no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so LA is like LA, LA is cool. Yeah. Your New York accent just came out there, and I was like, whoa! Uh, oh, uh-huh. Out of nowhere, <laughs> he was like, yeah. get it straight. Yeah. I, was I like, mean, <laughs> <the> New York. <laughs> you know, if, if if you like that, sometimes it just kind of pops out when like when something's just a fact to me, like it it just it just it just flows. So um, LA is cool. I mean, I will say like LA, you know, y'all have access to nature, and that, and you can, you can go on a hike easily. Um, the weather, of course, is perfect. San Diego is just a just a hop away, but it's New York or nothing for me. Yeah. I went to high school in LA, and even though I loved the weather, something about the people there, I just couldn't like. It just doesn't feel home to me. Like I just, it, I just I can't explain it. Nothing wrong with the people, but it just didn't feel like. The mm. south, I love the South. I'm in Atlanta. So this is home for me. I was like, I'm just going to have to grow up in Atlanta. And by grow up, I mean, like, you know, settle down and be a real adult. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel you. LA is beautiful. I love to visit. Couldn't live there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I live here long enough, it'll eventually feel like home. But I ain't trying to do all that yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> We do have a question for you from one of our clubhouse members. I'm going to go ahead and press play. Let me know if you can hear it. Hi, Black Roses. Hi, Pradeep. Thank you for taking this question. Uh, My name is Jenna. I'm a friend of the pod. Um, And I'm also South Asian. So I wanted to ask you specifically, Pradeep, if you had found a community of South Asian fans after you were on the show, um, and if so, what was that experience like? Have you been able to connect with other South Asians about the show? And my second question was, um, given that there's not a whole lot of South Asian representation in the Bachelor franchise, what was your experience being on the show itself? And did you feel that there could have been more representation or just did you feel that there was a specific lack that affected you. Thank you so much. Oh, that's such a great question. First question is that I find a sort of South Asian community after being on the show. Mm-hmm. And the second question was how does my experiences as an Indian American impress upon my experience with the show? Well, there's so many angles to think about that. Um, so first and foremost, um, going into the show, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily going in as like the Indian dude, like I'm going in as myself, I'm going in looking for things, looking for a lady that's best for me and me only, and looking for a person that best complements my personality and my goals and, and, and what I want out of life. So that's, that's number one. Like I'm going in, going in as a scientist, as a New Yorker, uh, and, and, you know, a family oriented person. That's number one. Number two, um, you know, I'm somebody that cares a lot about representation. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in one of the most diverse places in America. Uh, but then, you know, leaving and going to college, uh, and beyond a lot of that diversity just disappears. Um, particularly if you grow up in a lower socioeconomic status, like I did, uh, you know, you aren't exposed to a lot of the opportunity that a lot of middle income or, or higher income Americans are used to. So, you know, I'm realizing now, 
you know, it, now that I'm in a place in my career where I feel really stable that the higher and higher you go, the less and less people like you there are. And so I'm realizing more and more that, um, you know, as a person of color, when you're in a leadership role, there aren't a lot of people like you in leadership positions. And so therefore, you are being pulled in like multiple directions, uh, whether it's to speak at a conference or mentor somebody, or, you know, if you're, if it's time to talk about diversity and inclusion at your company and you're, all, you're the only person of color at the table, you better uh, have a voice uh, in, uh, you know, in, in clinical trials or, or things of that nature. It better be representative of the population and so on and so forth. So, the, you know, did I, did I find community? I, I'll say this, like, it's not till recent years did Indians start to become more represented on American entertainment, uh, American television. Um, you know, you have shows like Indian Matchmaking, for example, which is great. Um, you have, you have Deep Deep from Love is Blind, which is amazing. Um, uh, and then before that, you have like, I don't know, you have, uh, you know, Lily Singh, which is also great. Uh, Hassan Minaj, another great one. Um, but these are just few and far between over the last like 10 years. Uh, and so, um, and so I think that uh, there's a lot of work to be done to, you know, make one feel not like you're part of diversity, but instead you're just part of the conversation uh, and, and it feels normal. Like the goal isn't to have you know, you, the minorities or, 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 or people from diverse backgrounds join a group just because they're diverse. The goal is to normalize that kind of behavior so that, you know, so that, uh, uh, so that they're part so that them being part of the conversation feels like it's like it's normal feels like america so i think to answer your question i'm kind of like uh, uh jumping about i would say that because there aren't a lot of indian americans you know on reality tv the answer is no uh i haven't really found that community because there aren't a lot of people to be found um and so I would say, you know, to any other uh, Indian Americans that are interested in entering this place, my advice to you is like, be bold and be brave. Like uh, the thing about being a first generation American or having parents who weren't born in this country, uh, like mine uh, is, you know, uh, we were often raised to like, not really stand up or stand out because, you know, they're, they're, our parents are new to this country. Maybe some can't speak English. Maybe some don't know how the school system works or how healthcare works or how transportation works. Um, there's some people who are, you know, here temporarily or are just trying to lay the foundation for their family to come. So priorities for first-generation Americans are often very day-to-day -day where how do I, you know, get money to make it to next week or next year? How do I, uh, you know, get health insurance for my kid or transportation so they can go to school? So. The, the timeline of like sustenance is a lot shorter when you're coming from a, a, a less advantaged nation um, that's not the United States. So I would say that, um, you know, once you're here, you know, be bold, be brave, express yourself, don't be shy and, you know, kick in doors where you can, because that's the point. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm open to these conversations all the time, but um but uh, but the answer is yeah, not really. But but you know, I'm here to have I'm here to have those conversations always.
That's awesome. Thank you for that robust answer. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah it was so long. It was so long. With, I mean, it was, it's such a big question, but it, it's an important one. No, it was a big question and it was two parted. So like you gave a very round mm -hmm. answer for to answer it all. So um, thank you, Jeanette, for uh, writing in or messaging in, calling in, whatever the words are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that we do have quite a few friends that um, identify as South Asian and we're all like very excited to hear you speak. So thank you for that. Okay, so I know you've been kind of watching Paradise this season. Um, I do want to hear your opinions. <laughs> you know, what do you like? What don't you like? Give us give us a quick little uh, peanut gallery <laughs> thoughts. Mm on paradise <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i'll say this like um all right my peanut gallery view about paradise so far um you know i would say there are a lot of there are a lot of like good guys on the beach guys who are staying loyal guys who are there for the right reasons guys who are like standing by their lady guys who are being honest about what they want uh and so uh, I'm very proud of that because, like, I know a lot of those dudes and, and their impression on television is, like, very true. Like, like Rod, for example, like, one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. Like, Rod will never steal you wrong. And so to see him, like, represented in that way, like, truly, got to be proud of that guy. Um, and, uh, you know, it's... it's um, so my sort of peanut gallery impression is like the show is going to go broke with all the rings they got to buy. <laughs> Good, point. Good point. Wait, who do you think is getting rings? Uh, who do I think is getting rings? Yeah. I mean, I know who's getting rings, but. Um, I, know, I was just going to say, you, know. you can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know who's getting rings. No spoilers. Know, no spoilers. Yeah. So it's, it's more like, uh, let's just say this, like the people who will get rings, like they they deserve it a lot of money and i'm happy and i'm happy for them. You're, you're already here folks somebody's getting a ring so <laughs> at least at least i would say based on what he's saying at least two couples are getting rings. at least two i mean actually i mean technically the most we've ever had on the show is what three engagements in one show three yeah so three. so if i could deduce anything from this, we know one for sure we i would say at least, that means maybe four because if it like if they're gonna go broke from rings then that they, I means they gotta do more than three look at pretty's face he's, <laughs> he's like, like uh, i don't know. <laughs> I don't know i don't know nothing i don't know nothing <laughs> 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 yeah that's fine we don't like spoilers so we're cool with you not sharing any of the insider tea but we just like to know how pe you know these people so like do you see them being represented in a way that you know to be true do you feel like anybody's getting an unfair edit like what are your thoughts um hmm. well I, I won't say I know I haven't met everybody who's on that beach um so like there are some people who are kind of weird on tv but uh <laughs> who who are you talking about party <laughs> i mean you know like weird <laughs> i mean there's like it's like a person who's like obsessed with their dog for some reason like oh my god hey, why, why you spend why bro why you spend so much bread like on your dog so like <laughs> like yeah, i get he got brain cancer but like we don't even have a cure for brain cancer for humans let alone dogs so like come on dog like maybe doing like all right you love your dog that's fine you know shit he's spending a lot of money for that um <laughs> and then like i don't know then there are folks that just kind of like rub me the wrong way just kind of talk in circles and it just, uh, just gives me like 
it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like whenever, whenever a, a certain person just doesn't really give a straight answer and talks in circles, it just kind of like, I'm from New York, like I love to talk straight. And so whenever I'm around someone like that, it's just like, it bugs me, it bugs me bad. A man or a um, woman? Uh, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, like it's, it's somebody that, uh, you know, they're getting around a little bit, getting around a little bit. You know, I'm over here and that's trying to fine. guess too. I'm like, who? They definitely, you know, I've been on a few dates, and uh, you know, I'm not going to name names. You know, <laughs> I let the, I don't I let throw smoke too much, but but yeah, it's uh, it's somebody kind of talks in circles, kind of it's kind of annoying. Um, but I would say that uh, you know, they, I would say that um, that uh, yeah, you know, the guys are like, you know, they're they're all about their girls, and they're all about like finding their lady, and I'm very proud of them for that um so like people like andrew of course rod um <laughs> uh, the kira romeo situation was funny uh <laughs> but um i mean all, all around all the dudes except, uh, all, all the dudes are behaving except maybe like one or two who are just kind of acting funny um but uh i won't really name their names necessarily <laughs> that's fair you you have to talk to these people again probably so now so would you go on bachelor in paradise or any other reality show again um yeah i know, I know the squid games was cast in a little while back i wouldn't mind yeah. i wouldn't mind having some fun having some fun on that yeah but uh just told us about that last week and i was like i had no idea that's no crazy. clue yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds fun i mean would i go yeah, I mean, like, I'm, 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 I'm always open to it, uh, as long as the, the, you know, the right ladies are on the beach, of course. Um, and, you know, my, if my crushes are there, like, you know, I would go all in on getting to know who they are. Um, so as long as the, you know, the, the right person is there and, and, and we have the, the, a good amount of time to get to know each other, of course. Like, I'm always, I'm always open-minded about it. You know, I'm not going to shy away from an opportunity to meet the love of my life. So go ahead and tell us who your crush is. Oh yeah, no, nah, I I've been public with my crush for a hot second already, but it's it's definitely Mari oh. from Mari from Ari season. Like she she's a it was a little while ago that she was on there, but man, she's like she's so fine, she's so fine. So okay. if she if she pops up on that beach one day and I'm there, like it's over. Like I'm gonna be on her like a missile. But, <laughs> Is it uh, her DMs? <laughs> He's like, no comments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but like, but no, that, that, that's my, that's my number one crush by far. Um, but you know, you never know, like, you know, uh, you never know. There might be a, a surprise in there somewhere, but yeah, I'm very public about that one. I love that. Well, Pardeep, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Um, is there anything that you are able to tell us that like maybe we didn't get to see on the show? Something that like happened between you and Michelle that you wish had aired or you and the guys that you wish had aired? Um, you know, of course, not anything that we're not supposed to know, but <laughs> but but, you know, uh, some things hmm. that cut out that are like cool things. Uh, so I'll say two things. Number one, um, yeah, on my season, like, yeah, they show me missing, missing, missing the shot. I know, and I'm always gonna bring this up. Let me tell you something. Everybody on that team was like an, a D1 basketball player or like a former athlete or whatever, except for me. And so, fine, like, make me look like the unathletic one. But I got the first shot on that basketball game ahead of all those ballers, and they didn't even show it. Bruce. so uh so, so i was very proud of that because i set the whole mood because like i don't know where i came through getting a bucket ahead of everybody so 
that's one but that's one thing that <laughs> that i want the, that i want people to know and number two like you know the emotions on the show like i'll just say this like they're very real like when people are when people are crying for each other and smiling for each other like that's not fake so um so you know believe them when they when they're crying for their loved one to stay or to go or if they're heartbroken like that's that stuff is very real for them um so uh whatever you see on screen like they really mean it so uh that ain't fake yeah well it was a pleasure watching you i hope we get to see you again because we definitely want to have some more moments of like this and get to know you better um, and if you do go back on, uh, just make sure you've listened to our podcast and all the amazing advice we have from people going <laughs> on Bachelor's <laughs> We don't yeah. want to see you making these, these easy mistakes, but it is at least you've been watching. A lot of these people on the beach now have never watched The Bachelor in Paradise before, so you are like uh, steps ahead of all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like if there's a time to pay attention, like pay attention this weekend. Like there's going to be some interesting stuff happening in LA, you know, like just 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 checking on people's social media for some interesting interesting developments <laughs> interessante we love the tip. i'm gonna be refreshing my feed every 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you pardeep and we hope to talk to you again soon listen anytime you know i'm so happy for you all and so proud of you all for for your voice and, and for the work you put in so just keep keep it up because we because we need because we need you out here so so thank you so much all right so this week we got a message from one of our clubhouse members mark wants to tell us his thoughts on this week's episode take it away mark so this week was the week of toxicity first we have eliza and kate and want their guys to tell them not to go on dates and to be possessive essentially in order to tell them that they care rather than just believing everything that they've done up until this point. Then I don't even know what to call what happened with Aaron and Genevieve, with, <laughs> with Eliza and Victoria cheering them on, but just crazy toxic all around. Okay, so Claudia and Jasmine, I know you guys did not get to completely finish watching episode two, which had the biggest like mistake, I want to call it. <laughs> With, so we're going to go through our Wilson Roses and I will fill you in because my that the end of episode two is a big part of my will. But we're going to start with what you guys were able to see. Tell me your wilts. So my wilts this week. The first one was Justin being able to come back. Now, Justin is another favorite, a uh, favorite of mine, a favorite of the the of Batch Nation. But again, I don't understand. There's like no rules. There's no policies. I don't mind mixing it up, twisting it. I think the difference between Kira, she came back for a very specific person that she had already made a connection with. And him just being able to come, like they didn't do that because they care about Justin's journey for love. They wanted to create drama. And I didn't like that they did that, especially to uh, Rodney, who is like my absolute favorite of the whole franchise. So I feel like they've been continuously, we've been saying this on the pod time and time again, overproduced. Um, they're trying to produce this drama that's fabricated. This did not have to happen. Um, I don't think we've ever seen Rodney frown ever uh even when <laughs> Michelle was letting him go he was so 
gracious. He just was like, you know, making sure she was okay. So this was really hard, um, you know, uh, to, to watch that. So both that whole thing that went down, but really Justin, be, Justin being able to come back. Is yeah, I, think, I think that I a hundred percent agree with both parts. Um, I wrote in my notes, um, RIP the rules. That's like one of my worlds. Cause what the fuck? And they last year made such a big deal about breaking the rules, fucking Ivan, who got sent home for breaking a rule. And it's like, what are yeah. we, but now we're just breaking all the rules. And the fact that the women have the um, roses again next week, which you guys might not even know that yet, but yeah, the women just had the rose and they have them again next week. And I'm like, what are the rules? What is I'm confused. Format? I don't know why there's like endless amounts of roses for women. I'm so confused, but it makes no exactly. Sense. <laughs> but I think they're basing it on drama. There is no like back and forth because they're like, okay, well, Sinead has a connection with multiple people. Kate may or may not, or Eliza, obviously they have to do it because Eliza has to choose. You know, it wouldn't be like, obviously both Justin and Rodney would give her a rose, but they're like, no, we're just gonna totally fuck with fate and just, you know, uh, make a mess of everything. So I don't like it. So my second wilt was this whole theory or this whole um, sort of testing people to see what their relationships were about. Um, in the past, someone comes down that's new to the beach and they ask the person if they can go on the date. And usually someone is like a hard no, or if they're contemplating going, if they're considering, or they're really genuinely interested, they would go talk to the person that they've already made a connection with before they do. And I think, and, I, and we saw it twice in this episode, maybe it was twice in yesterday and the day before, or uh, even earlier in the season with Shanae and Logan, it happened with Kate and Logan, and it happened with Justin or Eliza, Justin and Rodney, where somebody comes down, they get asked, and someone says yes, but then we hear on the ITM, they're like, well, this is a test. And if he says these three things and clicks his heels two times, then he's passed it. If he does not do that, then it is, uh, you know, then that means I was, I was nothing. And that's not what that meant, right? Like, we're all like, my God, Rodney was like, it was great. Like Rodney, in my opinion, was just like, hey, I don't want to force you because we know that these women are strong. In real life, they would never let a man say to them, you better stay here or else. They would not take that from someone. So I think it's hard to balance. Yes, you want someone to state that they care about you and that they love you or like are falling in love with you. And they don't want to be chosen by default or you wondering. So there's like this balance, but I don't like the test. I don't like that they're like, Kate said the same thing. Well, why didn't Logan fight for me? Now it sounds like Logan does have some issues with being a little too passive because Shanae had said the same thing about him. So maybe he has to, and then he does, you know, grand gestures when it's almost too late. So I think there's something there for him to learn, but I don't like the test. So I don't know what y'all have to say about this, but I, I was pretty passionate about that. Claudia, with with the clicking of the shoes, do they have to be red slippers? Obviously, them's <laughs> the rules. Them's the rules, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way you can click. There's yeah. only one type of footwear. No, I'm actually really glad you said that because that leads into my will actually um, about Eliza and Rodney, and I just I didn't like the way she approached it because she immediately said yes to the date, and then afterwards was you know, like asking Rodney, like, why didn't you fight for me? Or aren't you jealous kind of thing? I mean, not literally, she didn't say that, but you know what I'm saying? And so 
like you going back to you saying it was a test I don't like that so just be upfront. just say you know I prefer Rodney so I'm not going to go on this date or say I want to go on this date to test the waters but don't don't make Rodney out to be the bad guy for not I mean that's what paradise is all about right is you know dating multiple people seeing who you vibe with so and then Rodney just last week did the same thing with Lace. He was like, I need to cut things off because I'm feeling it with Eliza. So wouldn't he be such a um, hypocrite if he didn't let her go on the date? So that's that's my main wilt. I agree with both of you. Um, this was a big, big, big talking point online. On I, I felt very strongly about this because I like Eliza so much. Um, I, it just really hurt me to see her making mistakes that we all probably made in our 20s. I know she's young. So this is definitely a young mentality to think that you need a man to tell you what to do in order to show that he loves you or wants you. And listen, I understand wanting to be chose. I get that. I, I feel that deep in my bones. But Rodney actually said the words like what he said to her is selfishly, I don't want you, I don't want you to go, but that might be what you need to gain clarity. So he's literally saying, I don't want you to go, but I also can't tell you no, and then you always regret it. Because what if Justin was supposed to be the one for her? And, and she stuck with Rodney because he told her not to. Now she's constantly thinking about Justin, constantly wondering. The you what have, if of it the all. The what if. The what if of it all can ruin a whole relationship because you're constantly wondering if the grass is greener on the other side. So he wants you to go and know the grass is not greener over there and then choose him. He wants you to know that he trusts you, but you're going to choose the right choice. And this is like, it's kind of a larger theme I noticed in this whole episode because it even happened with Aaron a little bit. It's like these men want to be chosen too. It's not just about the women. The, the women, I mean, the men need to feel that way too. Because even with Logan, he felt the same way. Like, why can't I just have a woman just choose me, choose not to go on the date and just stay here with me? And I didn't notice that before and kind of seeing it this way play out with both of them was just like, yeah, no, y'all aren't hearing what they're saying. Y'all aren't listening. And Kate is a little bit too old to be making these kind of black mistakes. I, I'm She's not now. 33. <laughs> okay, listen, listen, I'm 35. Like, I feel like once you hit your 30s, you start seeing these things, start understanding a little better. <laughs> and I feel like she's more, 33. Yeah, she's 33. Like I, but I also think you're more, you have more clarity. Like you're, you're, you feel more confident in, in your convictions and you're like, no, you're the one I want. I'm not here mm-hmm. to play games. And that's how Kate strikes me. But then she was like, no nope. games. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't step over that last piece of wood over there at the end. That's forget it. Yeah. And I was like, what? Over Hayden? Yeah. I just, Claudia. I I feel like if we had seen those guys lay down their fist and be like, do not go on this date. I will leave paradise right now. It would have been a whole other issue. And I just can't imagine want them wanting that. Um, sometimes you have to listen to the words they're saying and watching their actual actions too. Like Rodney has done everything to show you that he's choosing you, including like you just said, Jasmine, he got rid of Lace. He, he, there was no question. He got rid of her. So He's choosing you. And the fact that, you know, I like Justin, I don't have an issue with him, but I just don't feel like he is 100% there for Eliza. Like maybe, exactly. maybe you were told that she was there and you're like, oh, that girl's cute. Let me, can I get another swing at this? Mm-hmm. But whose name was he saying on all the podcasts before? It wasn't Eliza. Not Eliza. It was, it was not. And we it know was Rodney not. was, we know Rodney was saying Eliza. So every time, every time. So I, I'm sorry, but there's just no way that Rodney is not 
there for her in the way that she genuinely needs. Um, and it even led to her being more toxic later. This is the part y'all missed. So when um, Genevieve and Aaron were having their fight and he was trying to stop her from leaving, uh, uh, um, what's her name? Victoria and Eliza got like trapped somehow. Like it was weird. They were like stuck in the alleyway listening. And Eliza says, well, when they argue with you like this, that means they care. And I was like, no. stop. That's, but that's how you know. She genuinely thinks that that's what is supposed to happen. Yeah, it's supposed to be dramatic and someone's supposed to get, which, which talks about her history, right? Yeah. Like I was about to say up. that. How did she grow up seeing love? You know, I mean, her parents yeah. were, uh, we don't know their relationship, but we do know that they were together at least. Um, so who knows? Maybe they fought a lot. I don't know. I don't want to assume, but I know right. that when I was 25 and I was in that type, that exact relationship that Aaron and Genevieve were in, I thought that that meant he loved me too because he's fighting for us. He's fighting me because he's fighting for us. No, that shit is so toxic. It is so bad. If you are constantly fighting in your relationship, then there's no peace. There's no happiness. Like what are you, relationships should not be that hard. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It just, it literally yeah. just hurt my soul to hear her say that. And for Victoria to kind of agree, like Victoria was kind of weird because in her ITMs, she was like, couldn't be me. <laughs> like she very clearly, <laughs> she very clearly was like, oh, how are messy, you, messy. How are you together? Yes. I love Victoria yeah. in her mess. Yeah. She so she was like, yeah. absolutely. This she was like, they are crazy. Like this is not good. Together. Um, together. <laughs> but then, but then she kind of was like agreeing, they're like, oh yeah, they're fighting because they love each other. And it's like, no, y'all should have just let her leave because the way Aaron was talking to her was really bad. It was not, it was not a good situation, but yeah, back to Claudia, your wilts, the whole Eliza and Kate expecting men to pass these tests that they didn't even know they were taking and the test to just be so like, it's like you're testing on trigonometry in basic one plus one addition. Just basic arithmetic. (laughs) It's like, I don't know geometry. (laughs) Right. Literally don't know what a shape triangle is. (laughs) And so you're this- asking me to name all the types of triangles. <laughs> like, what is happening? So, isosceles. Yeah, exactly. Obtuse. <laughs> you know, like, can I t- can I tell y'all something really random? Yes. This has yeah. nothing to do with the episode. So, you know how in geometry they would take like a 3D object and then like make it flat, like fold it out, and then it'd be multiple choice. Like, what object is this? I can't do that. <laughs> my my mind cannot visualize that's folded. <laughs> uh-uh. and it's I just don't understand space like the same thing happened when my husband and I were buying a house and he was like yeah we can put this here it'll fit and I'm like that won't fit like I don't my brain does not do that yeah. so anyway what I'm I saying just, is what's funny I, is I, was just telling, I was just telling my partner about that too like I have really bad spatial awareness like I'll be like Renice don't hit the edge of the bed right there with your foot because it's gonna hurt <laughs> And I'll literally be staring at it and fucking hit it. <laughs> like, how does that happen? I I'm glad I'm it. not alone. It's so sad. It's so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> I cannot. Claudia's like, y'all stupid. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say it that way, but <laughs> uh, thank you. I do a lot of stupid things, but not that. Not that. Anyway, I just had to. I just had to let that out. Yeah, I love no, math. I, math is my, my favorite subject, but for some reason, like that spatial awareness, I can't. I can't oh, do no. it. <laughs> fuck math. Fuck math all day, every day. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. I, yeah, math is not kind to me. Mm-mm. Um, the That's last world, Claudia. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No this, no, this is this is how we are every every week. Um, mm-hmm. the last one, even though I didn't see the full blowout, um. 
just the the toxicity, you know, like you were just saying about Aaron and Genevieve. I mean, the the way, I mean, even it happened earlier. And if you notice, she can say all she wants about Justin, right? Like we already know you still kind of digging him. Like it's very <laughs> obvious, right? That's why I can't be zero. Even if she doesn't still like him, she's still big mad about what he did, how he treated her, quote unquote, and can't let it go. She's one of those people that will never let her ex live, ever, ever. Like he'll she'll be at his wedding, like girl, don't. (laughs) He's (laughs) the worst. He's the worst. He's the worst. When they say speak now or forever hold your peace, I got something to say. Yes, I was like, wow, like, oh my God. He's, <laughs> she she acted like it was Yosef. Like yeah. she acted like this man was crazy. Yeah. And it showed- when she was when did you guys see when she was talking to Eliza about like and I was like, you're an unreliable narrative, Genevieve. Yes. Like you can't like no, no, actually, she wasn't talking to Eliza. She was talking to Rod. I don't remember who she was talking no, to. She was talking to somebody. No, but she was saying, she was commenting on him. And oh, she's, about them. Yeah, like, he's oh, got the worst personality. He's yeah. got this and that. Oh my God. And Rodney's such an angel. She should, I was like, okay. Unreliable. <laughs> You're not the one that is, no, not, not even a little bit. But I think the whole, but, but when she was with Justin, she was a lot, her demeanor was completely different. She wasn't as toxic. She wasn't as, uh, you know, saying things about people until like she the slip the switch hit when she got jealous and so I think with Aaron and her it, from the beginning it was it's always been very intense intense sexual energy intense it's like always intense and I think if you're with the right person it can be you can have strong feelings for each other but it would never get like that on a consistent basis and we've seen them blow up multiple times for both of them for both of them I don't think that they're good together or for each other because it's just so toxic I know I get triggered constantly uh from watching that type of energy so that's for me that's definitely my last will one of the things Emma and Claire said on um their podcast was uh that they're too much alike and so they they both are dramatic and they so they understand each other like because the way that they can tell whenever the other one is mad without any type of like words it's like whoa y'all are really in tune with each other but it's because they're so much alike and that is why you often need to date someone who's not like you that's why they say opposites attract exactly you can have similarities but man they are like you should not be in someone who fights the same way as you because you need someone to bring it down because the way they were fighting they were saying things that are to me are unforgivable like if I was with him watching this back he calls her like a ticking time bomb she calls him stupid and all that. Like they, they, you don't talk about your partner that way. No matter how mad you are, you don't cross that line. And once you start crossing that line, it's done. The, there's, there's the respect is gone. We don't like each other. It's fine. And even in my youth, when I was in a toxic relationship, I knew that. I knew that once I said this thing, it's a wrap. There's no coming back from that. <laughs> and so I never crossed that line. Um, we would get close. We would we would tap dance around it. We would tiptoe, you know, next to it. But we yeah. both knew that if you say this, it's done. And once we were done, we said the things that you're not supposed to say. Yeah. And so watching that was, it was scary. It was very scary to mm-hmm. see that and see them then come back together and be like, it's because I love you, you fucking idiot. That's basically how it felt. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it no, it just, it just and, and this is, again, being mindful I get you can forget the cameras are there, but this is with multiple people around and cameras. Like imagine if this was not, 
you know, this is, and I'm sure it was as raw as it can be, but that energy, um, imagine how it's like, and that's why it is scary because you start to wonder, well, what would happen if no one was here? So I think, I, I think for, you know, that situation, it's just that I hope that they don't, they're not one of the nine couples that get engaged at the end. So <laughs> I mean, looking, looking at their tweets, it seems like they're not together, but who knows? They did y'all be- see, I asked you, did you see Justin's story yesterday? He's out West and him and he With just, Aaron. he just panned over to Aaron having a drink. I was like, Oh, this is some type of petty shade. Right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. They this like is- watched the episodes together. So like, they were like literally posting during the episode. So I was like, oh no. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's crazy. I would be, I'd be cringing if I were Genevieve. I'd be terrified. <laughs> but I, we also talked about in the clubhouse room um, how they are the type of couple who will fight, 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 act like they're leaving. Like Genevieve packed all her bags and like she was about to leave. And then Aaron came, grabbed her, and they talked again, yelling at each other, said, I love you. And now they're, she's staying. And it's like, that's their relationship. That's how they're going to be. So it's I like, they have to be that level of dramatic yes. to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like you're saying, pack in the bag. It's like, if she didn't do that, would Aaron have responded the way that he did? Who knows? It was not good. It was not healthy. Um, The way he was talking to her was absolutely scary to me. Um, I would never want a man to talk to me that way. And don't tell me you love me after you just like completely disrespected me. Like, fuck you. It was all, it was so much. I I just, I really hope that they are watching this back. Like, yo, this is embarrassing. And (laughs) realize that either they need some heavy counseling, either both couples and individual, or they just need to be done completely. Cause I just, I don't know how you salvage this. Yeah. Claudia. That was it. That was, I think that was a lot. That was that was a lot. Yeah, that was the only thing I had. Yeah. Well, I have quite a few. Oh Lord, here we go. (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) I watched the episode twice, both episodes twice, because you know I was a little drunk the first night, (laughs) Halloween and everything, so I had to watch it again. Um, so uh, to kind of just um from the beginning, I hated the whole messy women's bedroom conversation when um victoria calls the new girls dirty bitches y'all know because of the ants and stuff yes yeah i am on team og girls because you all remember um what's that girl's name ashley iconetti did a video of the girls rooms um before the before the new girls came in and it looked really clean it looked all like well organized put together and everything um so it looks like they were pretty clean I also don't understand how the girls, the new OG girls could come back for a couple hours and all of a sudden there's ants and trails and things. So I feel like it was a collaborative effort. <laughs> uh, there was already maybe some food built up from the- the, the math ain't mathing. The math ain't mathing. It doesn't make yeah. sense. There's no way that they did that. Like, In a couple hours. And knowing that people like, again, TV cameras and like Yeah, this. I just, it's something, yeah. it's not, it don't make any sense. So, uh, but the, the fact that Victoria called them dirty bitches, it's for what? Like, wh- you, why? To me, that word should only be reserved for when we're having fun. Like, hey, my bitches, like, I love y'all. Or when- somebody like literally shot your dog or something <laughs> like it's gotta be drastic why are we we're gonna talk about dogs in a yeah. little bit. <laughs> oh lord not yeah. the dogs um i also really hated jacob and shanae brushing each other's teeth but what i really hated about that scene was shanae mentioning that she got hidden up the side of the face with a beer bottle and that's all we learn <laughs> yes they never finished that story like why wasn't he like whoa shit what, what happened <laughs> like he must have he had to have i don't know that, not I, in that moment he did it no, they were more <laughs> concerned about the mud 
I have a lot of questions because uh, first of all, I love charcoal toothpaste. So I did love that they are using charcoal toothpaste, (laughs) but like one, I don't ever want a man to brush my teeth. That's fucking weird. But, (laughs) but like, um, Shanae, did you have a kind of abusive past? Like what is happening? How does a beer bottle hit you upside your face? See, like I have a chipped tooth from a beer bottle, but mine is innocent. It's literally, I was at the gay club getting my best life. Yeah, someone, someone, <laughs> someone just kind of ran into me a little bit you know how they try to like shove past like just choo, 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 sorry mm-hmm. and then it bumped into my arm and that beer bottle went right into my tooth wow. I got a little chip right there see okay. that's easy she could have just said it just like that now let me ask you because the way she said when I was younger made me feel like child not like a couple oh. years ago at the bar, you know like because that I, it could now, because that's what I want to ask you, like, when you tell that story, do you say when I was younger or like, you know what I mean? No, I was like 23. No, and that's so, I mean, you were which younger. Is, I mean, that was, yeah, that was a decade ago, but also I was not a child. Yeah, I feel like when you say younger, that means child. That doesn't mean when I was bar, bar appropriate yeah. age. Not, you usually say when I was in college or my yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I was, I, or just say when I was out at a bar once a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, know, I feel like I would not say yeah. younger. But hopefully, hopefully her story is that innocent too. Because despite how I might feel about her, I don't want her to have a bad past. So. Right. Okay. Um, we have pretty much covered the Eliza and Kate of it all. But what I did want to bring up kind of back again is the fact that the men have not been able to express that they want to be chosen too. So one of the things that did happen with Aaron and Jen, Genevieve in the beginning was he was giving a synopsis of Justin leaving. And Genevieve interrupts to say, basically like, no, 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 you're leaving some parts out. And okay, I understand that like she felt the story needed more nuance, but did it really? Because all you wanted to add in was how he made you feel. And that really wasn't relevant to how like him leaving. So Aaron felt slighted, walks away to like gather himself. And then Genevieve comes up and she basically confirms what his <laughs> what his entire fear was when he's like, I feel like you only chose me because Justin fucked up. And had Justin not fucked up, you would not have chosen me. And she she's like, yeah. <laughs> like, that was great. Now, that was great. <laughs> now she's in. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> she then tried to like clean it up. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. But but then she says yes again. And she's yeah. like, I mean. That is that is literally how she feels is that they would not be together if Justin had not um, fucked up. If he had not made her feel bad, she would not be with Aaron. So did you choose Aaron or did Aaron fall into your lap because Justin wasn't who you thought he was? And I just I felt bad for Aaron in that moment because it's like, no, (laughs) it doesn't feel like she's choosing you. Yeah, she did. She wasn't. He definitely. I mean, again, right, the the fabulous producers set up Genevieve and Aaron to be to be a thing. So maybe he was like, okay, this is the part I'm going to play. She's cute. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, maybe he set himself up, psyched himself up to, to connect, right? Or however, maybe he slid into her DMs initially and that's how they connected. But at some point they were chatting. Yeah. But she clearly was into Justin. Like I think, and I think she's still into Justin. I don't know about today, but <laughs> at this time on the beach, there is definitely the way she gets triggered. Um, she she wears a heart on her sleeve. Like that's why she she fights with Aaron, but then right away it's like back to immediately with Justin. So I don't know. I mean, clearly, you know, I think that that's that was so unnecessary for her to bring that up. I just yeah. couldn't, I just didn't understand. I'm like, what are you doing? 
Yeah. And that was his point. And he walked away quietly. He didn't say something. He was, she's like, what, what? And Wells is like, um, what? No one else. You know what you just did? That's (laughs) the part that I'm saying. Like they're very in tune with each other because they're so alike. So she knew from his body language, the way he slammed down the drink that he was upset. And I, it's like, I love that. I love that. Like she knew, but then when she goes up to him, it just, it just was not good. And then for her to start crying and make it like where he's apologizing to her. I'm like, what? Like what just happened? <laughs> it was very- I, think that, I mean, that's why he calls her gaslighter. Cause I mean, that, that is the definition of, of gaslighting is, oh you know, my God, it's not though. That's actually not the definition of gaslighting because they both have, they both are being honest about their realities. So she mm-hmm. sees it as one thing and he sees it as something different gaslighting mm-hmm. which bachelor needs to understand gaslighting is literally when you are trying to manipulate someone's mm-hmm. view on their reality so it's a purposeful thing it's not it's not a I, different view when they're saying the truth and and then they're manipulating you to be like yeah. i didn't do that yeah like no, the, i felt that happened. that's why that's why i said i know what gaslighting is i felt in my view my view i felt like she was on some level because like to your point she is in tune she knows what sets him off because they are essentially the same person she didn't realize it though i don't think that she she's not saying she's literally telling him i wasn't doing that to hurt you because she wasn't i don't i don't think her intent was to hurt him her reality is that she wanted to tell her side of what happened with justin it wasn't necessary though so to to aaron's credit like it wasn't necessary for her to tell that side and so he has a right to be upset about it but she's not gaslighting him just because she wanted to tell her side too um and she wasn't trying to hurt him like like maybe she should have realized that like justin is a trigger for him um, but just because you can tell that somebody is upset doesn't always mean you know their triggers, like, or you know what triggered them. Cause she literally was like, what did I say? What did I say? And then she had to think about it and then had to go talk to him and realize it. Cause they haven't known each other that long. It's not, it's barely been, I don't think it's been two whole weeks yet in, in real, in real time. So, so she might know how he acts whenever he's upset, but she clearly does not understand how to talk to him yet. Cause as we've seen in a few more minutes, when she literally attacks him when they're sitting on the palapa with everybody is like, girl, why would you do this this way? So, so yeah, that, that is, it's not gaslighting because it wasn't an intentional manipulation. It was a, this is me. This is what I'm trying to do. This is what you're trying to do. They don't, they don't coexist. They don't really work together and they are against each other. And it, it comes off like it, it, you might feel in that moment, like you're trying to manipulate how I feel about something, but really it's like, you guys are almost both trying to manipulate each other with how you feel about something because you both have different realities. It doesn't, it's not lying though. It's not intentional to try to, um, to make you feel wrong. It's just, I saw it this way. You saw it that way. It's not the same. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think yeah. we can all agree it was toxic though. It was whatever toxic the, as fuck. Whatever, whatever <laughs> they have going on is- It yeah. was Britney was Sears toxic. toxic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Like the remastered version. The taste yeah. of your lips. <laughs> it was bad. So yeah, I, I hated all that. And then that led into my next one, which is Aaron's regression. Because this uh, episode two, y'all- it, he gets ugly and I hated every second of it. While I, I felt him in some parts, just the way you talk to your partner, the way you talk about your partner should never be this way. It was very condescending. It was very upsetting when they're on the palapa and she, um, did you guys, were you guys able to see this part? So they're on the I palapa. I did not, no. They're on a, like, a, it's like a group cuddle. Every fucking person on that beach is on this one big ass palapa. And um, Genevieve 
is sitting next to Aaron. And Aaron says to uh, Johnny, uh, do you want to go grab a beer at the pool? Genevieve immediately sits up. Aaron can sense that she's upset because again, they're in tune with each other. But he doesn't know why. So he sits up with her and it's like, what's going on? And she she says to him, um, I don't want to feel a certain way and, t- and, and not tell you. So immediately he's now on the defense. Like, oh shit, she's upset about something. So again, they're sitting on Palapa with everybody there. And she says this to him. Um, she then becomes passive aggressive. Like she tells him like, basically, you know, you want to go t- spend time with Johnny, blah, 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 blah. At no, at no point did she say, like, I wanted to spend some time with you. So Aaron had no idea that, that she wanted to spend some time with him, some alone time, because she, she wants to tell him that she loves him. But she just passively, aggressively is like, you want to go hang out with your boys, you this, you that. So he does not know this and responds really, it's really ugly how he responds. And then she's like, sorry, I wanted 10 minutes alone with you. And he calls that gaslighting, which is not, that's not that's gaslighting. That's not, <laughs> like, like it's it's passive aggressive that's not gaslighting yeah (laughs) it's it's passive aggressive and it's annoying but like that's not gaslighting um because because Aaron did not know what Genevieve wanted she expected him to know based on literally nothing and then her telling him in this like in the middle of this fight that they're now having in front of everybody else and people are starting to get uncomfortable and leave Aaron's uncomfortable Aaron's embarrassed like Aaron does not like feeling like he's fucking up and he does, especially doesn't like it in front of everybody else. So she's now like, like yelling at him, not yelling. She was very calm, but she's, it's very clear she's upset, even though she's calm and talking about this in front of everybody else. So Aaron feels, um, I don't want to say attacked, but he feels defensive. And so he goes on the defense and becomes very ugly. Uh, so, so this whole thing you're saying is a like miscommunication thing. Yes, it's it's miscommunication. It's Aaron regressing, regress, regressing. Jesus, <laughs> in back into his kind of like mean boy ways, he's like his like broy, yeah, toxic, he, yeah. He just says stuff to her that's just not okay. They go up later to go talk, and she's like, um, "Can we talk now?" And he's like, "Well, two people have to want to have a conversation. It can't just all be your decision." And it's like, "Okay, yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, like that is true. Both people have to want to talk." But what was? What? Why did you say that? Because then you then they're like, "Yeah, let's talk." Like it literally was just like him trying to be mean, just to be mean. And it, it just it just wasn't okay. She that's when she storms away for good, and it's like I'm fucking leaving. Like don't talk to me. Like he I can't believe he said that to me. And it's just like, yeah, you get it. Leave, leave, girl, and her friends that make her stay just piss me off that upsets me because Jen and Aaron are both my problematic favorites (laughs) I love both of them and I'm like please act act correct can you just like get get your shit together so no I hope they don't hear this because then they're going to continue to give us nonsense like that (laughs) like I said if they go to therapy both individually and couples therapy then maybe because they 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 do understand each other but one of y'all has to grow up (laughs) maybe both of you I don't know maybe like one at a time I don't really know but it, (laughs) it was very scary to see it reminded me too much of some past relationships and you know I just I don't want that for anybody um yep so that is my will to talk about the rest of them pretty much with you guys uh let's go into happier let's get to the positive shit (laughs) how sad is it i only have two (laughs) oh me too oh well i made a third okay yeah well we're maybe not yeah okay i'm gonna go first (laughs) so um while it made me sad um the fighting of eliza it also made me really happy because 
we just have never seen a black woman ever pursued on the show that way. A dark skinned black woman ever, ever. Um, they usually like go home like Taj did, like Tajwan um, or Onyeka. I remember all the times that they went home because they weren't an option. Natasha, like if I think about all of them. Chelsea. All of them, everybody. Have they never, never been sought after. Never yeah, been it's always, it's always used, a light skin or a mixed black woman. Yeah. Or they're used as a pawn in someone's mm. plan. Mm. Yeah. So the fact that Justin, who was one of the most attractive and most popular in the franchise and Rodney, both of them, but that they both came and were fighting for her, right? Um, whether it's fake or real. Um, it whether it's fake or real, it happened. <laughs> but it happened. And they, and they, and they had that. And that she had like this, you know, this drama. I like, I loved it for her. I loved that she had like this dilemma that was like kind of a good problem to have and kind of not, but I just loved seeing that. I mean, that was something that they owe us from, especially Natasha, I think really did us in. Natasha was the final straw, at least for a lot of us. I, I just remember us doing a room that day. It was like awful. We were pissed. Um, All of us were so pissed. It was, it was just, it, it, I think most of us were triggered big mm -hmm. time from that mm -hmm. um brendan will never forgive you so yeah i think that that was the first thing right um the second one is actually i'm not crazy about kate because she caused a lot of drama i said this <laughs> last week on the off season but i like kate in the sense that she because maybe because she is 33 that she is actually we've said we've credited people for doing paradise right here and there but she seems to be really actually sticking to the basics she is picking people. She's leaving it open. The only thing I didn't love, which I said before in my wilt, was that she played the little game, the test with Logan. But she's going on dates. She's going on dates. She's trying to figure it out. Flo is also, but we don't see Flo. Flo, Flo doesn't get as much love. Yeah. So she's yeah. kind of like an girl. Addict. Tell me why you said flow, and I thought of car progressive. insurance. <laughs> I thought of progressive. I was like, How about oh, I thought of? I mean, I'm, this is old. <laughs> the, the show Alice with the diner, and flow was like the yeah no girl. Don't I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't let I don't make faces when y'all talk about <laughs> Alakazam or whatever you talk about. Okay. So I'm the, dying over here. The last one it also involves Kate. <laughs> is Hayden talking about that damn dog and Kate just like oh my god so the fact that he got I mean he just give somebody I mean this reminds me of luncheon so I don't want to say it, but it gives someone enough rope to hang themselves and they'll do that and Hayden just like she didn't even ask him to speak about what happened on a season he just reminded us again and he went deeper himself. and he was actually worse I was like this is amazing he's talking again about that damn dog like six figures for this dog his outfit did not even look like it was six dollars and then he also he also like then he was like well yeah and then she's like so okay you said that the girls were not as attractive as your ex i might have i don't know that's worse than actually saying it dude oh i was like awesome you will never you just made sure that you will never come back they brought you to like you had a chance to redeem yourself and you didn't redeem yourself. You it said, was, fuck was, it. I'm going to let it burn. It like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> fuck it. My dog matters eight times as much as it did when I was on the season. I don't care about those bitches. That's it. That's well, the season, that though, about. I will never get over Rachel being like, I need to talk to you. And he's like, about the dog. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. She was like, no. 
I'm like, is he trying to get a a a, a show on Animal Planet? Because that way he keeps talking about this. Maybe because he's, he's probably trying to get a GoFundMe to pay for that vet, that vet bill. Oh my <laughs> that's, god! That, that's that was a whole house. That was a whole house with multiple mortgage payments. Yeah. So he just, you know, and she. I mean, so I like that she was just like, oh yeah, get me out of here. Like this is crazy. Yeah. Um, and I don't. Yeah. They. That was so stupid. So hopefully he's gone very quickly. And well, what's funny about that is like, it's weird as hell to talk about money on a first date, but it just felt like a humble brag for him to be like, yeah, I'm rich. Cause I just dropped 6,000 or not 6,000, six figures on my dog <laughs> who's dying in a year anyway, which is wild. Like I understand wanting to take care of your pets and you know, if there was a chance to save my dog's life and like guarantee them a nice long life definitely would try to find the money to pay for it but to be like it, it only guaranteed her maybe or him maybe a year <laughs> it was just kind of like six figures my guy like I don't know I might have just let him die peacefully at that point <laughs> like I don't know that's weird it was like, yeah but it was very unless, okay. like, unless six figures is a drop in the bucket for you and you're just like yeah, I got that's it she was exactly. looking at him like what and she is working in the OC for the Oppenheim group so she's looking at him like sir yeah I would not even right now it's crazy and so I'm just like when we saw the preview for next week and you literally see Shanae and uh Kate which is weird talking about how Hayden has money and so he's an option because he has money and I was like yeah no that's where this conversation was gonna go because he led with his money and he'll be the first one to try to call her a gold digger but it's like sir you led with your money you literally Mm -hmm. came at me with like, I'm rich, I'm a rich bitch. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so you want to be used for your money? Okay, I could do that. <laughs> let's, let's wow. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, that, those were my blossoms. That was all. It was the most entertaining part of the whole. <laughs> Claudia said, anyways. <laughs> great. <laughs> it was great. That's all I got. That was, yeah, I had to entertain myself with that episode. Okay. Jazzy. Yeah, mine is actually really quick. Um. I just really appreciate a good friendship, Rose, Um, a good we're buddies. Let me give you another opportunity. And um, with Florence and Alex, I know I didn't watch their previous season, but I know that he did that for her. So I just really appreciated that she returned the favor and was like, I know that you can find love here. Let me just give you this friendship, Rose, right quick. So um, I just appreciate, you know, people looking out for each other. Yeah, I saw her tweet that, that like, and then she tweeted with a picture of them on the Australian Bachelor in Paradise where he gave mm-hmm. her friendship rose and saved her. So I thought that was really sweet too. I'm glad that she tweeted that because we were all kind of like, what? Did they even mm-hmm. introduce themselves to each other? Y'all know each other? Yeah. Y'all couldn't say your other boy, the other Australian? You didn't say your actual <laughs> classmate person? Like, did y'all, did y'all, maybe they didn't know each other. I don't know. But yeah, like, that was weird that they literally cut out any of their interactions. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I also heard that Florence has has kind of uh, made connections with some guys there and they haven't shown any of it. So what, I'm just like, why did y'all bring her all the way to America and then not give her any screen time? Y'all make some weird choices. <laughs> yeah. Well, she did get a little in her, uh, on her uh, splash town play date, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was a fun date to watch. I don't take any of it seriously, but it was fun to just like, okay, this is what this is what paradise should be. The fun and the mingling. Shanae has now gone on like 50, 11 dates. She has to have gone on the most dates in paradise history. Not yet. Like, not yet. The most not yet. Yeah. Bachelor data put out a post with the, um, the amount of dates and somebody has hit seven dates. So she's been on what? Four, four. or five. 
Four. Okay. I think this is four. Okay. At least four. It might be five, but I think it's. It four. might be five. I don't know. That's too much. Yeah. So many. Well, days. because you know there was a whole cut scene of her feeding strawberries to Olu. So exactly. I'm and like, we never that saw that. Day? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Unclear. That could have been six. So. Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so. Um, okay. Eliza was also one of mine. Just, I was, I was literally crying in the story I did. Cause I just loved seeing her so giddy about it. Um, I hate where we are now, but it still is exciting to, for her. <laughs> um, and then my, my other one, which leads me to a question for you two. It was how Brandon and Serene had are already having like the end game conversation. They've already talked to each other saying like, we're not going on any other dates. So my question is, if you guys were on Paradise and you were with the guy that was on your list, you wanted to meet him, would you have that conversation up front? Be like, hey, listen, you were you were number one on my list. If this other person comes down, that might be one other person I want to meet. But like, I am not going on any other dates except for <laughs> with you. Um, would I would I have that conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if I was really clear, because if. You know, like if it was somebody I was obviously into. Now we know, we've said this before, that Brandon had been like live recapping the Clayton season. And like the second Serene was was gone, he was like, yeah, like he's been eyeing her. He's been making it very clear. It's not like a game, like, oh, I have a list. There was like no list. There was like one person. So I think if you know, I mean, then, then, you know, it begs to ask the question of, well, why even go on paradise, but we know why they, they do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, listen, can already, not, they can already have apartment together. Okay? We're not mad. We're not mad about your motives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it, but I think, you know, everybody has to sell sheets and get a revolve. Um, Ad sponsorship, right? I mean, I get it. A, listen, a, listen. Vacation, a vacation where you're getting paid too? Like, who would say no to that? Of course I'm going on that. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my answer yeah. is actually really similar. Like, I feel like a lot of the time when you know, you know, and if you and your partner are reciprocating the same sentiments, even if you did, like you were, maybe you were waiting for them to walk down and maybe hoping for someone else, but you clicked with them initially. If you know, you know. And yeah. so it's just like, Hey, this is it. We're happy together. They're already saying, I love you. Brandon's already talking about a ring, which Brandon always be talking about a ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally his intro. It's literally his <laughs> intro. So yeah, Brandon and his rings. Yes. So I think for them, I really think that they're, if I were to put money on any relationship, it would be theirs. It just seems so genuine. It seems like they are just in each other's hearts. Like the, (laughs) when she came back from the split week and just slow motion ran up to him, it was just so sweet. It just broke my heart (laughs) because they're so sweet. So yeah, I, to your point, to your question, I do think that other people could be like, yeah, let me wait until so-and-so comes down or yes, I was expecting somebody else. But for that couple in particular, I think that's end game. I feel like this conversation would have saved Rodney and Eliza if they'd had it up front because mm-hmm. they kind of had it on the back end when Eliza said to him, like, if, if a woman came down here and um, wait, what did she say exactly? It was um, if he would want her to let him go on a date with someone that he was into when if she came down. And he was like, no, I wouldn't want you to. 
so to, that was they had it it was too late to be having it at this point but like well not too late I don't I don't think it was too late but it might be in her mind <laughs> but like she, he's literally telling her now like you are who I want to be with if someone else comes down I'm not going I'm not going and I want you to not want me to go right right they should yeah. have had that conversation before to be like hey um you're it for me I'm not go I don't want to go on any other dates or her to even say like you are it for me too. I was interested in Justin. So he was the only other person that maybe I'd want to go on a date with. Cause at this point, like she knows that he was there and left. She probably didn't know that there was an option for him to come back. Right. So I feel I, like, I mean, how would anyone know? How would anyone know? This is totally <laughs> how would anyone know? Because the rules, <laughs> the so, rule book, they threw that out the window. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's like, I feel like all these couples, like once you establish a thing, be have that conversation like hey are we the end is this it or are we open to other dates let's have this conversation right now so that there is no confusion if I get asked and exactly tell them them, like this is the people that I'd be willing to say yes to against like not like well Shanae who's literally going out with anyone who asks her maybe she's like well you know I really like you but I'm, I'm gonna go for the fun that's different that's a different conversation than um like a one that I think they should have had where Eliza says like "Ooh, Justin was also on my list so if he comes back I would go out with him but no one else you it was just you two <laughs> and to get it straight like I love the way Shanae is playing this too like exactly. she's she's doing paradise the right way so that's not I know you didn't mean this and I don't mean this either it's not to say that Shanae's doing it wrong but she's not settling with one person it's just if you want to settle with one person you need to have that communication there that's yeah. why I think, I think that uh, I think that Pardeep was talking about Shanae when he said. So I think he was. I think <laughs> why, why are y'all trying to do, why are y'all trying to make my man? No, he, he didn't say a name. He left. But I, it was it lives in my head, rent free. Yeah, yeah. How dare you take it outside of that? So I mean, listen, the girl be talking in circles. The way she was mm-hmm. all hypocritical when she came back on the beach talking to Logan all crazy. When it's like, girl, you just went, you were about to have sex with Tyler. With Tyler, yes. If, if um Jill had not cock blocked, you James crawling all over James and the yeah. Hello, I mean, hello, like girl. So stop the it. thing I think of the difference of Kate and Eliza is that they come from, they come from like a situation where there was, they were chosen after, like there was already, so they, maybe in their heads, they're like, which is to your point, having that very clear communication that they feel, um, you know, that they're like, hey, um, well, this happened before, what's to say it won't happen to me? So I do get it. And that was a very real fear of Eliza's. You could tell, you could tell that she was like, oh, I thought we were solid, but she just didn't communicate it right. And because here comes Justin riding on a white horse, she just made an assumption like, oh, this is what, this is the only way that you can show love is if you do this grand gesture. Um, So I think that the the communication is missing in many of the relationships. It's unfortunate. And I feel like there's about to be, we saw a lot of tears for next week. The preview for next week had me crying and I don't even know why, but just watching all these people cry, like the men, the women, everybody's crying. And I'm like, yo, what, what what could make all of them cry? I know it's going to make me cry. (laughs) I I hope it doesn't have to do with the reason why Sarah had to leave. Oh, her grandmother passed away. Oh, she did. Yeah, she put she posted that on. Oh, on I didn't online. see that. Mm-hmm. So, um, our condolences to Sarah and her family as well. That's um, awful. Yeah, so that that is really sad, and I'm glad that she was able to leave, um, to be with her family. But it does suck for that loss. That does yeah. suck. Oh sure. my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't think it has anything to do with that. 
I'm just like, oh God, is it somebody leaving who we don't want to leave? I really hope not. If Rodney I'm, leaves, I'm I sure. Swear <laughs> I'm sure it's someone that we don't, I don't, don't, the hush, don't, don't yeah. say it, but I'm sure it is because this season has just been filled with disappointment after disappointment after unexpected leaving. And yeah, so. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a great week, y'all. Next week is only one episode, only on Monday, because Tuesday Woo! is election day. Please go vote. Go, if go. you live in the South, please, please, go vote. please. Y'all in Georgia, please. <laughs> yes, yes, I will be working Texas, that whole day. Yeah. Texas, Texas, please. Texas, vote Abbott please. out of office, please. Yes, yes. yes. We, we got to we gotta get Kemp out of here. We got to keep Warnock in. We got to get yes. in. So y'all vote. Um, And yeah, that's it. Make sure you guys hop over to our links. Leave us a message, please. We love having y'all's input on the show. uh, We'll let you guys know a little bit sooner, maybe if we have another guest so that you can ask them questions. Maybe we'll do that. Be a little like proactive. Mm -hmm. But you can always leave us your thoughts on the week's episode. We uh, will add it in if there's time. And yeah, you can be part of our podcast. So uh signing off i'm renice i'm claudia it's jasmine thank you bye Bye, y'all bye thank you so much for joining us if you enjoyed what you heard we would appreciate it if you take just a moment to rate review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on sharing is caring so please tell a friend about us Follow us on Clubhouse at Black Roses to join our live discussions. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore BLK underscore roses. All of our personal social media handles can be found in the show notes. And lastly, if you'd like to share what made your rose wilt or your rose blossom this week, please feel free to leave us a voice message on our anchor account from the link in our show notes. Or you can send us an email to theblackrosespod at gmail.com. Thank you to Chad Milner for our amazing theme music. You can find him on Instagram and TikTok at I am Chad Milner. See you next week.